Turn with me to the book of beginnings, Genesis, the first chapter. God had created everything, and in the 31st verse, he said, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was not this good, but very good. In the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Then in chapter 2 and verse 2, it said, And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. Then he said, And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that it had because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. So there was a rest because it was very good. It was complete. It is finished. Nothing else left to do to it. It was absolutely perfect. It was very good. I come here, though, because of the numbers. Six days God worked. On the seventh day, he rested. And I've toyed with this before, and I've even gone back and looked at other people's thoughts on it. Boy, there's all kinds of stuff out there about these numbers. Uh, They get into calculus and everything else, some of them try and explain these numbers. But I said, I think I touched on it, made this, made a statement sometime back. It was six days, and then there must be one more. And that one more is the one that we rest in. It's the one the Lord rested in. He was resting because it was so good. It was complete. In the book of Leviticus, in the 25th chapter, in verse 8, it said, Now shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years. In the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. That's good math, isn't it? <laughs> Lord, Lord knew all those numbers. Said, Then shalt thou cause a trumpet of of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day in the seventh month. He's being pretty specific about his numbers here. 
he wants this to be complete, all put together. And in the day, in the day of atonement, shall ye make trumpets sound throughout all the land, and ye shall hallow the fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty throughout all the land. Sounds like day of rest again, wouldn't it? It's been completed. Liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. So it's a day of completion. It's the work again is finished. It's the day that the Lord has made. That's the day we're looking at today, the one the Lord has made. And we'll rejoice and be glad in it. Now I'm certain all these numbers do mean a great deal. But it's not all that complicated. It's what the Lord has completed. Jesus came on the very day that it was designated that he come. All things happen in the fullness of time. Now you understand the Lord doesn't have, he doesn't have any concerns about time. Time was made for man. So we keep time. We're always looking at time. Never enough time. We sometimes don't have time to rest. We don't have time to rest in the things that the Lord hath done and made complete and put together in one package. In six days he worked, and on the seventh he rested. in the fullness of time. It can't happen before the door designated it to come. It had to happen on that very day. Today is a very special day. It's a day that we come together. It's a day that we come together to rest in the Lord. Say it's complete. It's done. So what he said on the cross, he said it's finished. It's complete. It's all been brought together into one neat package. I'm going to save me a people. I'm going to be their God and they're going to be my people. And the surety of it is in these things we're reading today. It all comes together. It's the acceptable year of the Lord. All time, always. We don't, we don't have to look day to day to day. It's all in the acceptable year of the Lord. It's what He has purposed. And it will be carried out exactly in that fashion. The Lord even used that term in Luke, the fourth chapter. I think in verse 19 maybe. It was the acceptable year of the Lord that he come to preach the gospel. 
himself to call sinners to himself. Over in the book of Ezekiel then, the 40th chapter. I come here often. In verse 22, He's talking about the temple. Verse 22, And said, Their windows and in their arches and their palm trees were after the measure of the gate. Now this thing is all measured too. Exact time. It looked toward the east. And they went up unto it by seven steps. And the arches thereof were before them. And the gate of the inner court was over against the gate toward the north and toward the east, and he measured from gate to gate an hundred cubits. So we got seven steps. These seven steps, Brother Paul <laughs> Corner Mill some time back said, Why don't you take a look at the temple? See what you can glean spiritually from that. That's when I discovered this. this. Here it was seven steps. This is up to the first pavement. It's the area around the temple where all the people mingled around the temple. But we go on in verse uh, Thirty-one. He said, "In the reach arches, thirty arches round about were five and twenty cubits long, five cubits broad, and the arches thereof were toward the utter court, and the palm trees were upon the post thereof, and going up to it at eight steps." One more added to it. The steps were good enough to get up to the first layer. Got a picture of this now. These steps were one and run right behind the other and going up. Now we go up and there's eight steps. We go into a higher plane. I believe we got a song, something like that moving up to a higher plane. That's what we're doing here. It's, it was complete to get them up to that certain level, but there must be one more step to get to the place of rest. That's the way with the six days. There must be one more step to get to the day of rest. Got to be completely six days. It has to be a finished work. So when we get up to the temple, it must be a finished work to get us on up to where the most holy place was, 
where the people could come before the Lord and worship Him. It must be a completion of things. In the book of Colossians, The second chapter in verse 2 that their hearts might be comforted being knit together in love and unto all riches of the full of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and this I say lest any man should beguile you with enticing words there's always there's always that warning coming be careful be careful, for though I be absent in the flesh, yet I abide with you in the spirit, joy, and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the Faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Then here we go again, beware. Lest any man should spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of Godhead, Bodily, the fullness, the completeness. It's the full eight steps, not just seven. It's one more. It's one more. And ye are complete, made whole. Made the full journey in Him, which is ahead of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him. We're going up. And it better be today. Not waiting for some rapture later. It better be today. In him in him through the faith of this operation of God. It's important. This is the important part. Now it's the operation of God. He set forth seven steps and then eight. Who hath raised him from the dead? Perfection. 
complete. Work is finished, and it was very good. All come together. Back thinking about the temple once again, it, Ezekiel said when the people didn't remember their sins, just cutting a short through it, if you don't, they didn't remember their sins, they'd show them the house. That's what we're looking at now. The house. It's complete in the Lord. Nothing left to do. Every step all the way up, the eight steps, we've come. Six days it was built. On the seventh day, he rested. If we look at the house and we follow the order of the house, then on the seventh day, we must, we must rest. There's no other way around it. If you don't rest, if you don't rest in the work of the Lord, then there isn't any rest at all. It's another day of labor. No end to it. Just like a dog chasing its tail, it's round, round, round. What do we rest in? What do we glory in? Where is our glory? It's been made complete. Hebrews, the 10th chapter. <clears throat> I guess we'll begin in uh, verse 34. No, 33. Partly while she were made a gaze and stock, both by the uh, reproaches and afflictions, and partly while ye became companions of them that were so used, for ye had compassion on me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. There must be substance there. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Let's rest in what the Lord has done and be confident in it. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. We've got to make every step. We can't just cut it short and stop on seven. We've got to go on to the area where it goes eight steps up the very top we're rising up being lifted up being made complete in him that you might receive the promise for yet a little while and he that uh, he sh that shall come will come 
and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. We've got to go all the way. We can't cut it short. We've got to do all the steps. Following, always looking at the house. The house is God's house. He made it. And it's complete in Him. He didn't leave anything out. Put everything in its place. Dotted every I and crossed every T. And He said, and it is very good. But we, I don't know if I finished that. Now, the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall not have no pleasure in him. But we, are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of soul. Complete, made whole, made the last step, went all away. Those that wait upon the Lord shall be saved. What do we rest in? We rest in the fact that the Lord keeps leading us on up and up and up to the fullness of time when we too shall be gathered together with all the saints one, unity in Christ in the fullness of time. In the book of Isaiah, you might have known I couldn't skip. <laughs> book of Isaiah, the 40th chapter. I guess in verse 25, he said, To whom then will ye liken me? Lord talking to his people, Israel. Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high. Behold who hath created these things. That bringeth out the host by number. He calleth them by their names by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, and not one faileth. He called them out by numbers. Do you know he chose a certain number? And they were saved even before the foundation of the world. It was made complete. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest thou, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known? 
we find this again over in the book of Romans, don't we? Have they not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord of the Creator of the ends of the earth, findeth not? Neither is weary. Is there no searching of his understanding? He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no smite, he increases strength. So we can make that last step. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that mourn, uh, they that mount up with the wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. How is that? Because the Lord made it very good. It's all complete in Him. In the book of the Psalms, 132. <clears throat> I guess verse 8, we could read the whole thing. We'll skip down to verse 8. Arise, O Lord, into thy rest. Thou in the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness. And let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord has sworn in truth unto David. He will not turn from it. Of the fruit of thy body will I set upon thy throne, if thy children will keep my covenant and my testimony that I shall teach them, show them the house. Their children shall also stir, they shall also sit upon thy throne forevermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion. He had des uh, desired it for his habitation. This is my rest forever here in Zion. Here will I dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priest with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to bud. I have ordained a lamp, though it had seven heads, that lamp. It ordained a lamp for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame, but upon himself 
shall his crown flourish. It's been made complete. He looked at it after he had made it and said it is very good. Thank <clears throat> you.